Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Soccer, Soccer Crush. Crush, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. Uh, We're in different rooms on the Zooms. Where we got the Zoomies again, but don't worry, we have lots of great crushy content coming your way. We have league updates. We have frightful losing situations. We have exciting winning situations. Uh-oh. We have... Not a bio with Beth, but a half, well, more like an eighth of a bio with Trasha. Yeah, what is that? I, we're going to find out. I'm so excited. And then a fun little game for all you FCC supporters out there. That are still hanging on. Any of them that are left. I can't wait to play it. It's us and mm-hmm. KLR. It's Glenn and Peggy. We love and that's Glenn it. and Peggy. <laughs> and the people who go hang the Tifus. The Tifus are the Tifu hangers. I'm just saying we haven't won since they've been back up. Yeah, I think um, I don't I know we don't have uh, rapid fires on our agenda. I do have here. a rapid fire. Do you have rapid fires? Because I, I don't know that I have a rapid fire so much as I just want to say that I did finish the haunting of Hill House and the haunting of Bly Manor. And um, I enjoyed them both. And I needed to tell you that. And we could talk about them more. I watched Emily in Paris in like one day for the hot (laughs) French man, Lucas Bravo. All right. Very nice. (laughs) Not a great show, not a terrible show, but an attractive man. Gotta love that. That's all I got. Did you like one more than the other, Beth? I will say that I thought that the the like acting, the story of Hill House all was better. Um, like I liked that better, but uh, Blind Manor wasn't as scary. So I didn't have to fast forward as much. So I probably watched more of it. <laughs> so, um, but they were both good. I enjoyed them both. Did you have a favorite character? And if it's not Owen, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I did love Owen the Cook and Blind Manor. Um, quite a bit. Uh, I, yeah, I enjoyed him very much. Um, and then in Haunting of Hill House, big fan of the twins. I, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're both movie. great. And it's great mm-hmm. time of year to watch both of them. I highly suggest it if you have not. And yes. Beth can attest, you can fast forward through the scary parts. It's true. That's the best thing about watching the uh, scary movies or TV shows at home is that I can check to make sure that everybody is okay at the end of the scene. And then I can go back and watch the scene if it doesn't seem too scary from the fast forward <laughs> clip images. Cause I do like to make sure that everyone's okay. So. I appreciate that. That's precious. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which is probably a very Hufflepuff way to watch the scary TV show. <laughs> do you have a fire? No. Okay, I do. I need to know what are your favorite Halloween costumes that you guys have ever worn? I was a bag of jelly beans once, which was great. I need more details here. (laughs) um, It was me and my sibling and we had clear garbage bags all around us filled with different color balloons. We were bags of jelly beans. That, how old were you? I'll say like, 10-ish? That's super clever. It was after I saw a ghost at my papa's house. Okay. Very cute. I realized last week well, I saw a ghost. It probably will not surprise you to hear that Peggy made our Halloween costumes no. when we were growing up. Um, and this is like, I'm talking like buying a pattern from the fabric store. And oh, like, she went all out. Well, not everyone yeah. is talented Peggy. 
<laughs> she's pretty good at it. Um, the best ones that I remember were there was one where she made it was like a I was like a spaceship girl. Um, so it was like a kind of a shiny metallic-y um, geometric type outfit that was very cute. I was probably oh gosh, early grade school, probably like seven or eight. And then one year she made a really awesome um, Dorothy costume complete with, um, I had did pigtail braids and I had, um, she took shoes and painted them with like red glitter and I had a little basket with a stuffed animal in it. It was very good, very good costume. Those both sound great. I would say recently I did a very convincing 11 from Stranger Things. Nice. Um, it was okay. Like six out of 10. It was awesome. It was cool. Um, I also did April Ludgate from Parks and Rec. Love April. She is my like Patronus, my, my person Patronus, Mm -hmm. April Ludgate. Um, and I'm sure she would have lots of negative things to say about our favorite club. So in light of April Ludgate, Let's say the meanest thing you have about FCC. We are not. Can't score a goal. Can't oh, score. sorry. We at the same time. <laughs> I just said we are not good. We are not good. No We're way. not good. We cannot score a goal. I would like them to refer to me as the formal ustedes. As the what? The formal version of you. I, I need a little more formality here. We're not good. We cannot score goals. Yeah, we cannot. Um, we, we take our shots, but we don't get any of them in. Did you see uh, Brendan Vasquez signed, agreed to a multi-year contract extension? Massacre. I did not, but that seems good. It hasn't been officially announced by the club yet. But, but Laurel said that it was a good I believe source. Laurel. I trust her. Yeah, I trust Laurel. She knows what's up. I do trust her more than the process. I also trust Brandon Vasquez. He, I was I, concerned during the match that we were all having a shared psychosis when those weird noises were happening. Oh, we didn't hear it. We watched wow. our match on mute and it was a blessing. Yes. So we'll have to describe the viewing experience, but we did watch FC Cincinnati on mute. And Beth, thank you for like re-describing that to us. <laughs> I had to <laughs> video because there's no way that I could type out what that was. So there, so was that, so the first one for those listening at home, um, the first one was, so the two commentators were just kind of having some dialogue back and forth and Tommy had been talking and he stopped and Kevin was like responding and all of a sudden someone goes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> And I was like, was that, like, I, for a second, I thought maybe Tommy was, like, interrupting Kevin, or it was somebody else, but it was louder than their dialogue, so it, like, startled you even, um, and then, like, a few minutes later, they were talking again, and all of a sudden, you heard someone, I can't remember what the second one was, but um, it was a little bit more distinguishable, and it was like, ah, blah, 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 or something like that, and um, and that's when Tommy said, "Oh, Kendall Watson has a hold of the field mic down there." So the second one they did point out was Kendall Watson on the field mic. I guess he was warming up, but he never went in, did he? I don't think he did. Oh. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, but it definitely like the first one. It like like it startled me. Like for a second, I was like, Is "Someone in my house?" Because it was just louder than them talking. It was very bizarre. 
That's hilarious. It's sad when that's the most interesting thing that happens during your match. I'm not going to lie. I can't remember the match. I remember Nick Haglund getting upset, but we were too busy oh, watching Nick Haglund got very, Tampa Bay. Very yeah. Upset, from, from what I remember, the, 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 the other team had kicked the ball out of bounds and we should have had a goal kick. And instead they gave them the corner kick and then they scored off of that play. So it was, I think, a reasonable podcast. Everything about everything. And they should just be coaches because they know so much. We are not allowed to blame it on bad calls. From the Well, we didn't play well throughout the game. So certainly the, but the call did not help. So, and I do think that it was, it was pretty clear that like we hadn't touched the ball and it went out of bounds. So it was very odd. But we can get to bad calls for Premier League. About oh. Aspie when we get there. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> there were a lot of bad calls for Premier League. I don't think we played. I'm not gonna. We didn't play good, but I don't think we've played the worst I've ever seen us play. It really comes down to we can't score because I think yeah. we hold a team zero zero as long as we did. It's not that we're like super super awful. It's that we're super super awfully can't score. And I know we try to avoid the tactics because we don't want to blow people's minds too much, but it does seem to just continue to keep coming down to our midfield, like just not being able to connect to um, the last third of the field. They had a deep bench that they didn't even pull from. Where was Jimmy? Where was Jimmy McLaughlin? (laughs) That's what you know we what, at this point, throw him in. Like I've been like I've been kind of worse like bring back Jimmy because like are we just being nostalgic? Do we need to move on? But, like it's point, like bring him in. Let's not let's try. He's Why not? Wednesday. It's our last and match at Nippert. That will be our nostalgia. My son was on the bench ready to go. Yes. Uh he got some good playing time. And Zico did really Memphis. well for his first match. And he got a yellow card in his first yeah, match. I love when they get spicy. You do. So, yeah, he had played before, but this was his first time starting. Yeah, so that was that was exciting for him. And Spence was back. Yep. Good luck to everybody when they play Wednesday, but uh more complaints Monday Casey, so Monday now. I was also very confused because and I made a post about it being our last match at Nippert and was like all nostalgic because the way the announcers were talking. I thought it was our last match at Nippert. Right. And then, like, midway through the broadcast, I was like, actually, I think that they just said this is our last weekday match. And I was like, why are they talking about last weekday match or weekend match? It's our last weekend match. Why does it matter if it's the last weekend match? They, ugh, they no don't comment. know what's going on either. I am not going to comment on our broadcasting team. I do. I do have another MLS observation to share it with you all because last night I watched the second half of um El Trafico um LA LA and there was another really bad call in that match where the ball went completely out of bounds that LAFC like you could see the grass Mm -hmm. (laughs) between the line and the ball and LAFC like kept it in and just kept playing and I think they even scored off of that like run of play and I was like what is what is going on like that ball was so far out of bounds like it was ridiculous so it's not just us that gets affected by the so crazy call maybe we just need to send all the referees back to referee, referee school, school. <laughs> <laughs> like are there classes is there a school there has to there's got to be some sort of training academy for refs where they can go and be bad <laughs> 
<laughs> make sure their eyesight is not good. Yeah. Um, they do simulations where it's like, make all the bad calls you can. And then when you get out there, actually do it. <laughs> uh, You'll know you're making the right call when the crowd is mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. And calling for your head. Ask Guido. He knows. That's how you know you're doing it right. Um, so other news around MLS. Philadelphia Union beat Toronto 5-0. to zero. Doop. Whoa. Doop, doop, Philly's five. in first place overall, aren't they? Um, I'm not mistaken. Sporting KC? I don't know. <laughs> I do I not. Columbus went down to like third. <laughs> Columbus uh, tied with Houston Dynamo. Oh, I bet Drunken mm-hmm. Crews are so happy about yeah. that. Well, uh, you know, I follow him, so I did see um, an angry tweet at one point, but I didn't respond to it because you know, I, even I can be kind. Like, I even I can be kind when trolling sometimes. Like, you're all I know what it feels like. People oh, don't even know that. you're trolling because you're being nice. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of Sporting KC, that we play Wednesday night. Uh, they beat Colorado four to zero, so they do know how to score. I'm scared. Sure did. Yeah, Philadelphia has um, 41 points overall, and then over in the Western Division, Sporting Kansas City is leading with 33 points. So there's a pretty good divide between the Eastern and Western Conference. Well, everyone plays on Wednesday except Nashville, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I think there's like a few other teams that don't play, but we'll have tons of matches then. Not that mm-hmm. we'll get to talk about them before this episode comes out, but uh, next week we'll wrap we'll yeah. it up. Yep. I did see that one of the OC Cincinnati players tweeted, getting ready for this last playoff push. And I, Aww. I know, I was like, I love that you still think that, but like, I would just love if we could not be last. Second to last is fine by one point. Sure. Mm-hmm. But can, you know what? If we're in last happen. place, guess what? I'm still going to love them. My yeah, no, me too. This is my team. Like, I love them. But we have 16 points. Like, I don't think we're making the playoffs. <laughs> nope. I'm going to call it right now. FC Cincinnati does not go to the playoffs. No. (laughs) That's a hot take. (laughs) Aw. They could still do it. No, they can happen. Maybe on there he will score all of the goals. What if he seriously came on and did like a hat trick and then we were like, oh my God. Gina. No, you're right. That would happen. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys. Jess met Alvaro Barrial. She oh. ran into ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody curtsy or like high five or like? I think so. She said she recognized his neck tattoos, and she was like, "Oh, that's Alvaro Barrial." So she said hi to him and said, "I you play for FC Cincinnati." And she said that he seemed just thrilled to be recognized oh. by someone, and she just said, oh. "Welcome to Cincinnati." And he was like, "Oh, thank you." Like very, she said he just seemed very genuine, mm-hmm. very sweet. Well, it's because well, he's, he's a child. Baby. He hasn't, the world has not hardened him yet. Yes. <laughs> Cincinnati has not yet stripped away his hope for <laughs> happiness. Yeah, well. Soon. Yeah, just give him another season. He'll be <laughs> like the rest of us. 
I do like watching him play. I do think yes. he has a lot of energy and brings a lot into yeah. the midfield. And I think that was a good move. I think he's. Yeah. Oh yeah. That seemed like a signing in the right direction yeah. for our club. For and sure. I think he and Frankie Amaya play really well together. Mm-hmm. They're both little dudes. And they're friends. Mm-hmm. Making things they are friends. And then I'm just picturing them out at dinner with Brandon Vasquez. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of high difference. That's what I'm doing here. What you guys can't see with her hands is high difference. Precious. Um, so moving on, let's let's do Premier League because I know we'll get real excited about that, but I want to bring it down with Premier League. Okay. Number one comment. How in the heck do you get Cesar Azpilicueta in a headlock and you it, it doesn't get called? So Trisha's talking about the outrage that happened during the Chelsea. Oh, bad. Yeah, man, you match. Sorry, it's Jay. Like he was holding him with all of his limbs, which don't get me wrong. If I had the opportunity to embrace Aspi with all of my limbs, I would. The, I, how do you... That's all I got. The ref didn't want to call that on here, McGuire. They were they've heard about his how he gets into fights and beats up police officers and whatnot. So what do you do? You just let it go. Yeah. Poor Aspie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Chelsea needs to uh get out of their draw slump. It'd be nice to win one. We will. We have more of a chance than FC Cincinnati. Oh, absolutely. To score a goal. There you go. I think the most exciting bit to happen out of Premier League was Aston Villa and Leeds. Yeah. Like, I get to watch that one. It's exciting. Yeah. Um, You're doing so well. I'm so excited yeah. for them. I think I've asked you this already, but have you watched Take Us, Take Me Home, Take Us Home, Leeds United on Amazon? I don't watch no. things. It's very good. Uh, Ted Lasso is on my list next, Beth. Well, oh yeah, watch Ted Lasso first, and then yeah. you can watch. Okay. <laughs> and then, then I'll hit the soccer docs real hard. Okay. Can I get like the sports? Okay. Yes. I just finished the Tottenham one, the All or Nothing Tottenham Hotspurs. Uh, that's on Amazon Prime as well. It was also very good. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. It felt weird because it was. Um, like it was just last season. So like part of the season is like normal times with fans at the stadiums and then they get shut down and then there's games with no fans. And it's just very, just hearing them talk about it as it was first happening in the world. Like they were just talking about, Oh yeah, there's some cases in Italy and then like, boom. So it was, it was just interesting to watch. There was a bad call in the Liverpool match as well. Like a goal that was disallowed. And it was like, I don't know. I don't know if it was offsides or something, but it was. We were carving pumpkins. We didn't see that Offsides one. is made up and it's only <laughs> there to hurt you. That's what I've concluded. Yeah, we were carving pumpkins. Sorry, Liverpool. But Liverpool. Liverpool. Oh. They won. I'm not surprised. I mean, maybe I am. They have lost a few. I was season. really surprised that Everton lost yesterday. I think I a lot of people were. At all. Southampton just came out and they were like, hey, guess what? Screw you guys. They put their um, foot on the gas and it stayed there the entire match. Like they did not let up for like one moment. It was just constant pressure on Everton and Everton just didn't know what to do. Like they just like struggled the whole time. They've got in common with FCC. Yeah. Yeah. didn't know what to do Mm -hmm. well anybody have any other Premier League 
thoughts that we need to get out? Not about the matches. I did. I watched a lot of the matches. This right. weekend, but then, uh, not everything yesterday, and neither of the ones today. Uh, Burnley and Tottenham are still playing. It's halftime in that match, as we record. Ooh la la. <laughs> but more importantly. There was something, the most exciting soccer event of all soccer events in the history of soccer happened this weekend. Louisville City lost. Yes. Tampa Bay Rowdies successfully beat the Bad Purple team to move on to the USL championship, the finals. It's within the grass. They're gonna do it. And I have some quick notes on this game in the style of Stefan from SNL. Okay. This match had everything. It had early goals. It had Leo Fernandez being cute. It had yellow cards. It had wicked saves from Evan Loro. It had iron brew for the lads. It had Tejada's luscious hair. It had sad Louisville fans. It had hardware. It had winning. It had sad Louisville fans again. Louisville also had our May or mad at FCC again. And it also had... FCC lives rent-free in Louisville's head. The amount what did we do? They were, I have no idea, but the amount of tweets I saw of Louisville, like, comparing things to FCC, like, I've never hated fans more than when FCC was here. Y'all, we have not been in USL for two years, and we live rent-free in your head. It also had fans without masks. So many fans without masks, because Louisville is a crap city and a crap mm-hmm. state. Get rid of Mitch McConnell. And it had sad... Louisville fans, and it had Tampa Bay Rowdies winning, and yeah. it was the most exciting. It is the reason we watched our team on mute is so that we could fully pay attention yeah. to the Rowdies. And it was so good. We were to the very end of the Rowdies match, and I enjoyed it very much. I also enjoy sad Louisville fans. Uh, Someone did a very mean tackle on our man Leo Fernandez, mm-hmm. hence the tweet that defend his honor yeah. but I love when the home team loses because we've been the home team losing a lot and the camera yeah. pans to the fans and they're just like oh like mm-hmm. they're so sad like they can't believe it well if you I did seeing the end of their season like I saw like as they were in the very end of stoppage I saw them show two fans who were like and I've definitely done that before I've definitely looked at Jess and, at Jess and been like well I think our season's over it'd be like that but it was such exciting soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so excited for the final. Like, well, not excited about Phoenix Rising. No. I'm one of those people who have thoughts about that. I, I understand for the fans that's mm-hmm. exciting for your club to go. However, you got there because of some homophobic slurs and you probably shouldn't be proud of that. And a handball, but there's some frustrations there. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and clearly, you know, where our support is going here at soccer crush, we are very rowdy affluent. Mm -hmm. And we had so many friends from Tampa Bay drive up to Louisville. I would have loved under other circumstances to have been there too, but COVID disgusting. And And I'm not going anywhere, not even for my club. Yeah. So I hope you all had safe travels. Um, I hope you're all finding Iron Brew in your Publixes. I hope no sad Louisville fans coughed on you because they weren't wearing masks. Yeah. But, but also we've seen clips at Al Lang where some people aren't wearing masks. Mm-hmm. So please wear masks. 
Also, I hope they sanitize the trophy after everyone kissed it. Yeah. Like between kisses for pictures for your gram. I really hope they sanitized it. That's how COVID spreads. I could tell from the broadcast that they do have a much better visiting section in the new stadium. You Good. Mean, not, mean not at the baseball stadium where we had to go to? It looked like actually close to the field and it was uh, safe standing is what it looked like. Oh, what is that like? Yeah. I don't know those words. <laughs> So well, I hope they had a good, good trip. It was very exciting. I'm sure it made, you know, the trip home great. Mm-hmm. And we were very excited and loud in our apartment. <sighs> yeah, we were very loud about it. It was a Saturday night. They'll be fine. It was just fun. Cool. And it was exciting to see a, a team that you like and support win again. I I'd lost that feeling. I had lost mm-hmm. that loving feeling. Mm-hmm. I think we're just Tampa Bay stands from now on. I didn't get it on Sunday either because the Bengals screwed up in the last uh, last few plays and yeah. we lost that well, one. That, that was the most Cincinnati thing. Were we watching mm-hmm. Casper while watching those updates? Yes, we yeah. were. <laughs> choices were made, Beth. Yeah. Good choices. Good choices. <laughs> it's spoopy season. You have to watch Casper or you're not a real I changed the game off at one, one point to watch an old episode of Gilmore Girls. So. <laughs> which, episode, <laughs> which episode, though? Um, I'm watching some season one. Okay. I recently started my rewatch. Yeah. So. I'm going to be rewatching that soon. I've never yeah. seen it. Even though I like near the end, like season five and on, I hate it, but I still hate watch it because I can't just start it and then not finish all the seasons. I have to watch yeah, it. I have to go all the way through. Let's just start. Yeah. But yeah. It's good. Oh, it's a good one, Abby. I saw, I was watching a TikTok where a guy was talking about his, um, white girl roommate and how he caught her like singing the Gilmore Girls theme song in the living room while watching it and he said he had never seen it so now he's watching it and it's very interesting to hear him talk about watching it for the first time okay Beth I have a very important question for you yeah Dean Jess or Logan yes yes my girl (laughs) okay we're we're good just making sure Mm -hmm. you'll know something Abby we'll watch it we'll have a team just say no Dean. No Dean. I just, no Dean. I find, I mean, I've seen bits in passing. I don't know that I can say I've ever seen a full episode. It doesn't I, hold up. I clearly time. have friends that have watched it, but Rory and Lorelai annoyed me to no end oh, in yeah. what I have seen that like, I was just like, I, why would that's, anyone ever watch a show about these annoying people? That's one of the shows where you don't watch for the main characters because the side characters are so good. Like Paris, Luke. Paris and Michelle are like my favorites. And I, at the end, I was just watching for them. And I do mm-hmm. love Luke. So are we turning into a Gilmore Girls Fanny. <laughs> yeah. I think we got off track well, a little. No, no Sublime Manor earlier. We can talk about Gilmore Girls for a minute. It was rapid fire. <laughs> One could argue that my question was my rapid fire about the boyfriends. It was not, but it could have been. Um, wow. We're falling apart. We're having our first fight. No, it's not yeah. our first fight. <laughs> <laughs> like we had plenty of those. We, usually when we talk tactics... Yeah, you just you get real fired up behind the scenes. Yeah, we do. Do we have any other soccer to talk about? <laughs> no, we just have I think uh, so Marcus know. Rashford. You're going to yeah. tell us all about him. No, not all about him. That's your job, Beth. Oh, I'm sorry. All about his efforts to end hunger, childhood hunger. So we, 
as a group collectively decided this weekend just to make Marcus Rashford our crush of the week because he's great and that smile is so cute. So I just wanted to break down real quickly for everyone listening who may not know all the ins and outs of his whole mission. So I'm just going to break that down quickly. I made notes in pink. Well, it's it's a color. Anyway, so Marcus Rashford plays for the English national time and Man U and Earlier this year, he started a campaign to bring and provide free meals for hungry children over the Christmas break. A lot of students get free meals through school, but then over holiday breaks, they don't get them. And he was like, hey, that's no bueno. He benefited from free meals growing up. His family was not very well off, so he wants to extend that. But stupid Boris Johnson and the, what is the name of their party? It's something stupid. The Tories? The top hats. The conservative lawmakers, they voted down this scheme. So Rashford called to extend it for 105 million children through the Labor Party. And of course, it was defeated 322 to 261. That is correct. The government voted against feeding children. Just so we're all clear. Bad state of affairs. Rashford wants children to eat. And the government said, meh, maybe not. So he started working with a bunch of people. He was awarded an MBE, which I had to look up. I put Marcus Rashford MBE question mark, which was granted him by the queen as a member of the British empire. Uh, is that similar to being knighted? He's not a sir, but I don't know. City, yes. Yeah, it's almost like being knighted. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You acted like you knew. Jenny. I don't know. I feel like knighting is a much bigger deal yes. than that. But Who knows? <laughs> not us. We are not British. If you are British and listening to us or your Abby's brother, Brian, who lives in the British land, give us some info on what this means. <laughs> it's Britain. <laughs> I'm... If Richard listens this week, he can set us straight. Yes, please. Please do <laughs> he, educate us. You will. So, yeah, he's been working with that. Leeds has pleaded 25,000 pounds, which I think is around 32,000 American dollars. Um, as of, like, Saturday, over 40 locations all around Great Britain were helping out. I'm sure it's more now, but, like, Walking Football Club, the University of Reading, um, Heinz UK, Social Mobility Commissioners, the West Midlands and Stratfordshire, Billingshurst, a bunch of places around are donating free meals. And if you want to learn more, you can check out the hashtag end child food poverty. And that will help you learn some things because I learned some things. And that is why Marcus Rashford is our crush of the week. An MBE stands for a member of the Order of the British Empire. And and Ed Sheeran has one. Okay. So it's the third highest ranking. Yeah. Order of the British Empire Award behind the CBE. And then What's the, the OBE. I don't know. I didn't okay. look them up. Okay, oh, so there are oh, tears. Okay, yes. Yeah. So there's like Ed, an Ed Sheeran award. Oh, <laughs> and then there's like, award. Yeah. I, was, I love it. <laughs> what a great I mean, picture. I mean, you know what? You're in him. good company if you're with Ed Sheeran mm-hmm. level, okay? Sure. Yeah. Um, and totally crushworthy. I think that's important. There are a lot of really great soccer players who are doing really great work with charities and social causes. And that's one of the things that we've always said we've wanted to highlight. So I'm so on board with him being our crush of the week. Me too. 
and feeding it was awesome to see how much support he got across the country from other clubs from so many different restaurants it was awesome and I hope he feeds all the children and you know maybe it will leak over here to the U.S. because that's one of our problems too to the U.S. land Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of um kids not getting meals through school right now yeah it's very unfortunate. I understand that it takes a lot more organization and money. And right now, a lot of people aren't working and it's very unfortunate, but give where you can. There are a lot of great organizations. Mm-hmm. Unless, and make sure you research and make sure that they're 5013. I'm like, I'm like Beth, who was <laughs> like, this is not a real place. I'm going to donate to the Your Rights Council. They only have a Facebook page. They might not be a real organization. Just saying. Thank you for that pseudo bio. You're welcome. And now I will introduce a game called Name That Player. Uh Because there might be more than one. You only have to name one, though. Okay. So, 10 questions. It's about FCC. Okay. Uh, current and former players or just former players mostly former some current but these are mostly so earlier we were talking about how we can't remember the good memories so (laughs) i made a list of funny things that has happened with our club okay yeah so i was like well maybe this could be a segment it might not be good i apologize if it's not but Can I just tell you, I had a little ping of nostalgia. I was watching Forrest Lasso's Insta stories and um, all of the ones of him like drinking beer out of the cup and whatnot. Yeah. But then there was one of him at home with his dogs and he was wearing his Skyline t-shirt. And Aww. <laughs> Man, that's, that's literally my first question. He's a good oh. dude. <laughs> Sorry. Name one of the players involved with the Skyline photo shoot. <laughs> Meryl, I can name all three. So... Who else was the third one? Not being Air Force Lasso and Austin Barry. Austin Barry, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. Who were the two players that did a donut decorating contest at Duncan? Spencer. And Matt Beaner. Spencer. Yes. Name one player who did a workout at Finley Market. Corbin Ben. James. Those are all right. <laughs> who has ridden scooters inside of a building? <laughs> Leo <laughs> and Kenny Safe and Fatia Lache. Which white player had the tannest thighs in our 2018 season? <laughs> oh gosh, maybe Patty Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> I had to specify white because obviously. Oh yeah, he hanging by the pool. That guy. Yeah, yeah, he does. Who scored a 50-yard goal in Canada? Oh, Kenny. Kenny Walker. I don't know if you guys will know this one. I I don't think Gina will because she was not there. But this one always makes me laugh. Who got locked out of Mad Tree before the 2018 Meet the Player Night? I don't know. Obviously. Mm, Let me think. I don't know, but I'm going to make a guess. Do you want to that it was um, Russell Cicerone. No. Will Seymour. Uh, oh. I forget about him all the time. Yeah, he didn't make an impression. 
Who invented the back heel? Alan Cruz. Oh, Alan Cruz. Bobby. Who looks awful with a shaved head from 2020? All of them. Our new one. Hairless. (laughs) (laughs) Is this for Harris? Medunajin? Yes. Hairless. And the last most important question, whose dad do we love the most? Mark Village. What? Who did she say? She said Frankie. It's Mark Village's dad. Mark Village's dad. Yeah, I also love Mark Village's dad. Are we going to have to have a dad off? (laughs) (laughs) I've met Frankie's dad. He's delightful. I have to do a Twitter dad off. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> has a better dad fight fight on soccer crash we'll do a poll which dad do you like better <sighs> and that was my game that was fantastic see it made us laugh those were some good <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it um hey. one of my favorite FC Cincinnati memories that I like to go back to when I'm feeling particularly down is all the times that Danny Koenig scored but particularly when he did it in like the first 17 seconds of the match or something ridiculous I can do another question who here broke the law and signed a dollar on our squad? That was Forrest Lasso. He signed a dollar. And I was also going to do who is the most competitive at Harry Potter trivia, but it's not me. So those Obviously. were really foul takes. Obviously, yeah. But uh, yeah, so you have to go back to the good old days of your soccer winning to remember nice things. Yes. I was just saying how much with your game how much like social media I like soaked up I think you're right I think social media is a huge difference and then did you guys see today the Nick Hagland slash Kendall Waston like mystery bag cook off no I saw a clip of it I haven't watched the whole thing I love to watch it adorable because of course Nick has Lou helping him so cute it's so cute. Um, that's a lot of pressure for, you know, your social media team. Hi, Alex. Mm-hmm. Hey, girl. And, uh, you know, how do you keep your fans entertained and interested in a losing team? Given good yeah, I agree. I think it, it's really for the folks on the station to try to keep it exciting. Yeah. We are sounding so terrible right now. And that's it for today. I like to thank you, our sponsor. Uh, you for listening, our sponsor, uh, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at rockneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth, club, Sunday league, squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. A new Crush of the Week poll will be coming your way this weekend. Don't bother sending us nominations because we already have this one figured out. Ladies and gentlemen and other people. Yeah. And if you want to share your soccer love story with us, please DM us. We would love to have you. And then make sure you like, subscribe, rate, tell all your friends, tell your dog, listen to all the time. Our podcasts and all platforms available. And thank you for listening to Soccer Soccer Crush.